passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the uh, Bob Army Podcast. And uh, today's a little different. Uh, Kevin Hazen in the studio. Uh, Anna and I and Lummy. Hello, Kevin. How are you? My good. Friend. I'm doing good. Doing great. And and, I like this, by no, the way. This let, is me, good let me take off. Oh, okay. Uh, good, good. Because you, yeah, you told him for the next few weeks he can take off all the after shows. Yes, I did. No yeah, problem. He, he's headed home. Fantastic. So Kevin Hazlett has... Now, have you been kind of rep... Are you, are you now representing Roger? No, 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 no. No, R- Roger's involved in this just because he is a political guy and he's followed this race. And I think that he wants what's best for the Re- Republican Party. And this is one of the races that nationally, the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, really Ein is in a, in a seat that could flip. It's been D. It's been a Democrat because Charlie Crist has been there for the last six years. And they really want to see it flip Republican, so they want to get a very good, strong candidate to go in there. And out of the gate, they had six or seven folks initially show interest in this race. That's why nationally, I know locally, it's a big deal just because of who the folks are and the people in the Tampa Bay area. But nationally, it's a very nationally, much it's a, big, a, it's a, a hot, very big piece of, of, yes, of, a, of a puzzle the yes, Republicans could use. Yes, it is. So this is being followed around the country. That's why this story has gotten so much attention. And you got an attractive girl that's made some outlandish you know, statements, yes. and one of which is that Roger's poisoning her. Yes. You know, whatever. So anyway, without without further ado, let's get Roger, you know, on the phone. And Kevin, you guys, you know, you can tee it up and, and help me here. Roger, of course, longtime friend of the show, even before this stuff. Roger. Oh. There you go. I think he's, he's actually he's calling you me. back. He's calling. Uh, you. Roger, you there? <laughs> Roger. There he is. Roger. You hang up first and then pick back up. Rog. Hey, how you doing? It's good. It's Bubba. How are you, my friend? All right. About you? I'm do well. I'm doing good. It's, you and I are, seem to have more, and the more friendly we become and the longer our friend, friendship goes, the more we have in common in the fact that you can't even hang out without getting part of some shit here in, in Florida. I mean, I'm sorry, in Pinellas County with this crazy Ana Luna. You've never met the bitch. I don't think you have, have you? No. No, never met her in my life. And she comes up with these, you know, uh, Kevin, I'll kind of hang, hand it over to you because, you know, you are the one that's most familiar with this case because you're representing the other guy. But just to give everybody a little bit of backfill, Kevin texts me one day and says, hey, get me in touch with your friend Roger Stone 
because I have some information he he might need because I'm part of this you know this who done it here in Pinellas County. So Kevin, I'll let you ta- I'll let you take over with regards to you know with the, how Roger got implicated in this little bullshit you know he said she said Ward that. You spent how many hours? Ten hours testifying? Uh, yeah, we, we we had a hearing that went, went almost twenty hours long. But the, the the reason, and as I explained to Rod, the reason this is so important is that Florida thirteen is a seat that many Republican strategists around the country think they can flip from blue to red. And Charlie Crist, who uh, is running for governor, and he is leaving that seat, so we've got a vacancy last go round. That is the last cycle. Anna Luna was the Republican nominee and she lost by five or six points i don't know the numbers on that against charlie against charlie and she has come out strong she's got a lot of folks a lot of fanatical uh anna backers but she has a very interesting backstory that i think roger will share with us in here second but the reason that i got involved is william braddock who was a candidate for florida 13 in the republican side was trying to gain some traction and in doing so, had made a pretty public statement that he did not want uh, Ms. Luna to be the Republican nominee. He wanted to work with other uh, folks who were vying for that uh, spot to make sure that she wasn't the nominee. And that sort of culminated in, the, in a phone call that was recorded uh, illegally, uh, where he alleges to have made threats against her life, specifically that if she was winning, winning in the polls that there would be a Ukrainian or Russian hit squad that would take her out. Now, that's kind of hyperbole, because that's the way he kind of talked, but that got this all excited. And I think a lot of people have said and pointed to the fact that she is an opportunist, and she wanted to eliminate her competition. And this was a way to get a guy who was a former Marine out of the race ideally so she didn't have as many folks to run against and roger called it months ago did he not roger you called it months ago the first time around well the way i kind of got into this entire controversy is i just happened to be friends with a u.s marine combat veteran by the name of matt tito uh different than than um than your client matt tito was also considering making this congressional race. I think it's highly likely that he will. Now, in politics, you have to earn your way just because Anna Polina Luna, which, by the way, is not her real name, uh, won the nomination two years ago, ran almost six points behind Donald Trump in the district and did not run a very strong race. That doesn't mean that she's entitled to the nomination Next year, she has to go out and earn it. There's no presumption. She didn't run a close race. There's no reason to presume why she would be the nominee. Anyway, I was visiting the Tampa area. By the way, Bubba, you were busy when I was there. Oh. And um, I had a drink with my buddy uh, Tito, and I guess he posted a picture of us together on Instagram. She jumped to the immediate conclusion that I must be running his campaign for Congress. Well, I'm not today, but hell, now I might. You have no idea. <laughs> uh, back around July, uh, the folks at El American, which is a conservative website, asked me to do a simple commemorative piece for the 4th of July. You know, what Independence Day means to me. I didn't know that Ms. Luna, whose real name is Meyerhofer, by the way, 
worked uh, at All American, and she told the management that my post had to be taken down. The reason she gave was that I had tried to poison her. Bubba, I've never met this woman in my life. I don't think I've ever been within a 100-mile radius of her. I wouldn't know her from Adam's cat. Here's what I do know. She won the primary two years ago by featuring a picture of herself wearing fatigues and carrying a military-grade weapon. She did serve in the Air Force. She was never deployed outside the United States, and she never saw combat. That's disgraceful. Her name is not Anna Polina Luna. Her name is Anna Meyerhofer. There is no Luna. There are no Lunas in her family. She sued her own, one of her own relatives who had the nerve to come forward and question the fact that she was claiming Hispanic heritage, which she does not have. In California, she was a Democrat prior to moving to Florida. In California, she supported Barack Obama. In Florida, on her driver's license, she listed her race as Caucasian, not Hispanic. Is there anything real about this woman? The crocodile tears that I watched on video, those weren't real either. Uh, it's always kind of poor me, poor me, poor me. Uh, I don't quite get it, but we need a stronger candidate. And I'd like to see somebody who actually did win uh, medals for their combat and for their valor on behalf of the United States. Well, you know, Rod, this also just shows just people will take shots at you just to try to better themselves because you are such a huge political power player that, you know, if somebody would to, you know, hire you as a political consultant or as their spirit, you know, as a, as their spin doctor or whatever, that they are such, they are at such an advantage based on how good you are and how well, you know, well revered you are. And the fact that this is, I know it's kind of a pain in your ass for what he said, but it also very much validates how much of a sling and D you are. Don't you think? Well, the whole idea that there was some kind of murder plot involving this fellow Braddock, who I must tell you I've never met in my life, uh, Matt Tito, and uh, this uh, nice lady who ran last time, who I guess decided to carry the rhino bat banner in the primary. Don't see many votes there, but what the hell. Uh, you know, I, I, again, I'm an innocent bystander until I'm not, and... Uh, falsely accusing Matt Tito, a man with an impeccable record, of being involved in a murder plot. Uh, that's uh, I've never seen that inside politics before. Never seen that before. By the way, that's the other thing, the restraining orders. I now have records of Anna Polina taking out four different restraining orders in her lifetime against people she disagreed with, starting with a member of her own family. I think if we start digging, we're going to find more. In fact, I talked to my lawyer yesterday. I think I'll get a restraining order to keep this crazy bitch away from me. I think you're the next one in line, Kevin. I mean, uh, uh, Roger, you're the next one. Raj, what, what, is your guy potentially going to declare his candidacy? I, I'm, I'm told mid-October is his game plan. I know he's been talking to individual donors and a number of individual uh, party leaders in the counties in the district, they all believe it's wide open. There's no presumption here for anyone. You've got to go out and earn it. Now, Matt Tito ran for the Florida State House two years ago. He ran 18 points ahead of Donald Trump. 
he had the courage to run in an impossibly Democratic district. I asked him why he run, ran, and he said, well, you know why? Because nobody else would. And I just didn't think it was right that people would have no choice. Uh, so there's somebody who is getting into politics from military service and from having a great record for his country, not because he wants to be someone, but because he wants to do something. Roger Stone. There, on there's the- a guy who jumps in the race when he knows the odds against him were overwhelming, but felt it was crucial that somebody carry the party banner. That's the guy you kind of guy you want as your as your candidate. Not a diva who won't go to door to door because it might harm her stiletto heels. Uh, Roger Stone on the phone. Really, I mean, we've been friends now. It's, I'm just not Roger Stone friend when it's good to be Roger Stone friends in the thick of things. When Roger was facing prison time, we've been so close, and I'm so very, very fortunate to have him as a friend. Roger, I haven't really got your opinion as to you know the DeSantis deal. Do you like Do you like Governor DeSantis? Do you think that he's the candidate for 2024? A lot of people saying that. I, I've not heard your opinion on it. Well, first of all, I think he's doing a great job as governor. Uh, is he perfect? No. Uh, for example, his internet censorship bill, I might have had a few other amendments. I might have done it slightly different. On the other hand, he's the only governor in the country who does have an internet, or I should say an anti-censorship bill. Uh, his leadership on COVID-19 has been extraordinarily courageous, extraordinarily courageous. He knows they're going to throw $1 billion at him in the next election. No doubt about it. They'd like to make an example of Here's what we do to governors who stand up to Washington for their states. Uh, I think he's a tough guy. He's got a lot of courage. Kind of like Richard Nixon. You know, he, I think he's an introvert in an extrovert's business. I mean, I think he's actually, strangely enough, kind of shy. And therefore, he may seem a little standoffish. But when it comes to policy, uh, this guy may be one of the best governors we've ever had. Uh, unlike Rick Scott, who talked a great game against the special interests, that he showed up in Tallahassee and took every dime from them that he could. Uh, I think uh, I think Ron DeSantis is the real deal. Tell me, Rick Scott still isn't a thing, Raj? Like I'm so Rick Scott out. Like I just like wish I wish he'd go away. That's just kind of how I feel. Well, he's he definitely going to get a, a, a challenge in the Republican primary if he runs for re-election. Now, look, he thinks he's running for president, which is about the most laughable joke. Bubba Deuce, do me a favor. Check the Constitution. Is there anything in there about having to requirement of having a personality? No. no, no this not guy at all. has no personality whatsoever. None whatsoever. He cares about Rick Scott. That's who he cares about. Uh, he stole $1 billion for Medicare. He and his wife should be in the slammer. They've lived very high on that stolen money. Uh, no, so I guess what this shows is I'm just not one of those lockstep Republicans. Uh, I'm a Republican, proud of it, but Rick Scott, no thanks. He will have a Republican primary. If nobody else does it, I'll do it myself. Now, well, to say- I figure I'd go to the first debate, handcuff myself to him and say, and swallow the key. <laughs> Rick, I'm going I'm to spit up another key when you admit to the American people that you are a criminal and you belong in prison. Now, were Rick Scott so full of himself, Roger, that he actually, when the when the who's the GOP candidate process start, will he really try to infuse himself into that conversation? I think he's using the National Republican Senate Committee 
to uh, to prepare himself to run for president. He doesn't seem to understand three things. He's exceedingly unattractive. He's exceedingly inarticulate. You can tell that he doesn't give a crap about anyone other than himself. And the guy would steal a hot stove, but he's going to run for president. Somebody put a gun to your head and said, Rick Scott is president or four more years of Joe Biden. Well, first of all, that's not going to be our choice. <laughs> I, I've come to the view that, uh, that President Trump is going to run. I've now come to the view that he has to run. He's the only one who could hold it all together. I love Ron DeSantis, but I don't want to lose him in Florida. Uh, I also think that he's got plenty of time. I'm not sure he's entirely ready for a presidential campaign. Rick Scott is not going to win the Republican nomination for president. My dog has a better chance than he does. I agree. I hate that guy. You think you think Trump runs again? Well, I don't hate anybody because I'm a Christian. I used to, but not anymore. Well, I'm not so religious, and I hate him. I hope that doesn't affect our friendship. Not at all. I think I'll get over it. <laughs> well, can I ask you to forgive me on that one, please? Uh, I will. I will light a candle for you next Saturday, so, Sunday. So, pardon me. so you're saying, you know, uh, you're saying Trump gets back into the fray, 2024. I I really think so. He's uh, lost 25 pounds. He looks better than he's ever looked in his entire life. His energy level is strong. His stamina is good. Uh, and needless to say, he's very upset about what he sees happening to the country. I mean, uh, the, the people in power do not act like they have the luxury of time. They want to shut this economy down as soon as they possibly can. What about uh, the Ana Luna crazy bitch saying that she had Trump's endorsement? And is that true? Well, I, I believe it's true. On the other hand, when I spoke to him, he seemed to have a hard time remembering um, exactly who she was. Uh, two and a half years, more than a year and a half here. I'm not sure what happens when the president learns that she did not serve her country in combat. I'm not sure what happens when the president learns that she actively campaigned for Obama. I'm not sure what the president says when she finds out she's not in any way Hispanic. I'm not sure what the president says when he finds out that her husband signed the police report complaining about the faux murder plot as Andy Luna. There is no Andy Luna signing a police report under a false name. I'll defer to the counselor. I believe it's a felony. So uh, what a web we weave when we make up these fake stories. And now, Bubba, there's a whole new focus on Anna's uh, work at a gentleman's club in Fort, Fort Walton Beach. Hey, we're heard in Fort Walton uh, Beach now, 103.1, Florida Man Radio. Uh, she is, uh, she is, uh, she worked there at a gentleman's club. She claims she was a cocktail waitress. Funny, I have an affidavit from the owner and two employees who say they've never had any cocktail waitresses. Mm. <laughs> a dancer. Secondarily, she, it was off limits for, to, for her as a Air Force personnel at that time. That's the idea she, ID she used at work. That's illegal. She, test, she told uh, Peter Scorch in tears she had to go to work because her husband had been injured uh, you know, in the service. They weren't married at the time. Mm. So you can always tell when Anna Polina Luna is lying. You know how? Her lips are moving. Now, 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 Raj, will you um, will will you get the president, former president, up to speed on what she's just dragged you through? 
I think he's going to find out uh, on his own that she isn't what she says she is. Um, I think, you know, perhaps uh, he's been told uh, some things and not others. For example, if he's been told that she will have a strong appeal to the Hispanics, maybe he doesn't know that she's not Hispanic. Maybe if he's been told she has a great service record, he'll find out that she's never seen military combat. She spent her time in the Air Force behind a desk in the United States. And the, pre- and the president he knows these things. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and here's the one thing about Donald Trump. The most predictable thing about him is he's unpredictable. So um, there's a lot to learn about her that he clearly has not been told. When does the process start, Roger, of the GOP, you know, getting, is it is it next year that you start rolling out who you're, you know, might be potentially candidate? Is it next year or the year after? Well, to run for president, I don't think you can begin until after the 2022 elections. But, but recognize Donald Trump uh, casts such a shadow on the party. Uh, as you know, know, Bob, I worked for Ronald Reagan, three campaigns, 76 80 and 84, uh, you know, in the 82, 83 period, his approval rating among Republicans was in the high 80s. I'd never seen anything like that. Now look at Donald Trump's numbers. They're in the low 90s. Wow. Uh, His domination of the party is total. He's remade the party. We are no longer the party of the, uh, of the, of the Bush country club jerk offs who are in the party to make money for themselves and their friends. We're now the party of working people. We're now the party uh, uh, of the blue collar worker. We're the party of the, of the struggling family. The democratic party is the party of the ultra rich uh, and the socialist elite. Mm -hmm. That's about it. I mean, working class people are defeating uh, are deserting that party 2022, you will have the perfect backdrop for a Republican comeback in the House and the Senate if, here's a giant if, if we have an honest, transparent election. And that we don't know yet. Roger Stone on the phone. Raj, what was Ronald Reagan? One of my last questions, and very, you know, a, a very, very, I don't know if it's a good question or not, but I'm sure a lot of Americans uh, often think, what was Ronald Reagan really like? Was he as smooth? You know, because obviously you worked for him from three campaigns. I think you had a lot. You were very close with him. What was what was Ronald Reagan like? Well, I had the privilege of working for uh, four presidents, and they've all been entirely different. Um, Reagan had an incredibly even disposition. He w- he was exactly the same in public as he was in private. He was genial. He was easygoing. He was very slow to anger. He had very strong opinions, but he was very balanced individual. Uh, Nixon, uh, I should also say Reagan, had very little interest in the mechanics of politics and far more interested in the big picture. Nixon, on the other hand, wanted to make sure he controlled the color on the bumper stickers. In other words, he he wanted total control of everything. He He made the mistake of being his own manager and the candidate in 1960, paid for that. Uh, but he was completely immersed in the world of politics and baseball. He knew more about baseball than anyone I ever met. Wow. He also knew more about politics than anyone I ever met. But he was, uh, unlike Reagan, uh, he was an introvert in extrovert's business. Trump is more like Reagan. He is kind of sunny, upbeat, optimistic, friendly, 
never seen him discouraged, never seen him angry. Seen, seen him, that's, not, that's not fair. Seen him angry, but never seen him mad, very controlled. And, uh, uh, you know, there are many similarities and many differences. But uh, with, with Reagan, what you saw was what you got. He was really the same guy in public and private. Uh, unlike many other politicians who have a public face and a private face, I met. I, I met. Don't want to, I don't want to say any names. I met Charlie Tr- Crist. <laughs> I met Trump at Howard's wedding. Did you know that? Did not. Yeah, I was. In, I was one table away. I think. I think uh, Donald's table was like Billy Joel, Donald, Leon Black. Don Buckwald and Barbara Walters. I really think that was his table right across from me. Well, that's not bad. I went to uh, his wedding to Marla Maples. I think I got your beat. My table, I had Smoking Joe Frazier and his wife. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's as cool as it gets. It is. It is. It doesn't get any cooler than that. Raj, can we call you from time to time to get an update of what you're doing, who you're supporting, what's well, going you on, buddy? Call me anytime. Your family. Uh, I look forward to seeing you next time in the Tampa area. Wasn't planning to be there much, but now I'm going to be because there's going to be a very hot, contentious Republican primary for Congress in the 13th District. And, Raj, thank you for returning my lawyer, Kevin Hazlett's text. And, Kevin, thank you for, uh, you know, getting Roger involved in what you were involved in. And great, you know, great thinking for that, Kevin. So thank you, buddy. And what I need you to do, Roger, is, as you know, in the middle of the hearing, what really drew you into this case was my client on his birthday uh, took off his shirt and tie. And as I was cross-examining Miss Luna, he displayed a black T-shirt with white writing that had a picture of your face and the words that Roger Stone is innocent. And when she saw that, she completely imploded. We had to stop the hearing and... That was the big deal. So you were infused into that hearing by that T-shirt. So at some point, I might ask you to sign my client's T-shirt. He's a big fan. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that will go down in infamy in the Sixth Circuit as a defining Roger Stone in the middle of a trial moment. Well, the, the T-shirt referred to became kind of iconic. It actually says, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Oh, that's exactly right. Sorry, I, you're right. I, 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 I sold 15,000 of them to help finance <laughs> my legal defense. By the way, folks, if you want one, you can go to rogerstonestore.com. <laughs> Plug it. Rogerstonestore.com. You know what we need to do, Roger, is I need to get with the person that runs your deal, and we have like a Bubba discount, like type in Bubba and get like 10% off or something like that. Absolutely. So I can, so we'll I, give you a promo code. You got it. Yeah. Give, tell, your, tell your merch person to give me a promo code, and I can promote it and get like 10% off if you put in Bubba or something like that. Yeah. This is a, this is a new line that we are putting forward, so... Uh, Look, if all else goes to hell, you'll be able to sell this T-shirt to the Smithsonian, you know, 50 <laughs> years from now for a million bucks. So There you go. Uh, but, but get yours today. I, I'm not really sure why this fellow Braddock, your client, who I've never met, I'm not sure why wearing that T-shirt connotes either a lack of respect for authority or the intention to harm Luna. What size T-shirt do you think she takes? I'll send her one. Oh, that yeah. would be that would be priceless. I think uh, depends on her Instagram feed. She's probably a small, small or medium. I'd maybe medium for in case she washes washes it in hot. And I think that we should hand. I think we should get one to her, courtesy of Roger Stone. 
I'm going to mail her one, but it'll be a care of uh, in a Meyerhoff. Her real name. <laughs> there you go. Raj, I uh, updates as you get them, my friend. Let's keep in touch. And, again, thank you for including me. Every time you come to Tampa, you always include me and, and invite me and introduce me to your to your fans and to your followers. And thank you for that, Roger. It doesn't go unnoticed. I'm so thankful for all that you've done for me, my friend. Well, Bubba, you are the man, and I'm always, great, always, always grateful to be with you. Congratulations, Counselor, on a big victory. I watched your summation on the video. It was masterful. masterful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Raj, I'll be in touch, my friend. Love you, buddy. All right. Thanks. Care, guys. Bye-bye now. And I know Kevin's got to leave, too. Yeah, you know, and, which, and I would be, uh, I think I think that's all we need. That's all great, we need. That's a great little podcast. Yeah, it is. Perfect. Kevin, thank you, my friend. All right, guys. And uh, Anna, thank yeah. you as well. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Blitz, thank you. Yep. All right, good. We get out a little bit early today.